Welcome back to the Pin Pals Podcast, the podcast that interviews your favorite pin makers to learn their journey through the pin game. I'm your host, Eric, aka Warrior Pins. Thanks for tuning in. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I highly encourage you to do the usual follow the podcast, rate it five stars. I think you can do that both on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Drop a a review if you can. That would be awesome. We just actually, I noticed we had a one-star rating, which is like pretty crazy. No review, so I don't know why this person decided to rate the podcast one star. Uh, But if you decide, feel so compelled to rate it one, two, three, anything other than five stars, let me know why. I'd love to know, you know, leave a review uh, and, and, and speak your mind. Tell me why this is a podcast built pretty much by pin makers for pin makers. And I'm trying to make this the best podcast possible. So uh, if you do have feedback or anything like that, definitely hit us up on the DMs. Uh, if you're watching along on YouTube, make sure that you are subscribed and smashing that like button. We're inching pretty close to 100. I think we we just hit over 80 subscribers, which is pretty rad. Uh, not Mr. Beast 100 million numbers, but uh, still pretty big in the grand scheme of things. So uh, I appreciate all 80 plus of you tuning in on the uh, YouTube side of things. And if you want the latest updates on the podcast, make sure you're following our Instagram and Twitter accounts. Links will be in the show notes. Uh, shout out to my buy me a coffee crew for just being amazing uh, the gang has really had a blast connecting in the discord and i'm sitting here looking at what's being discussed like a proud parent or something like that it's just really cool to see the community super active leaning on each other you know just you know one person might be an expert in something and just the discussion part of it it's just really cool and i'm really grateful to uh to be part of something like this so if you want to join the fun in the discord uh head on over to buymeacoffee.com backslash pin pals podcast the link will be in the show notes but i pretty much do my best to send out weekly newsletters you get access to rewards and perks um like you had access to this episode uh two three weeks ago uh as a fun little buy me a coffee perk slash reward uh you get 20 percent off all orders at warriorpins.com so that's pretty cool and uh, you get exclusive access to the pin pals discord server like i was saying it's a cool place to be you know if you're a pin maker it's a it's a great resource uh super friendly community but yeah that's buymeacoffee.com slash pin pals podcast link will be in the show notes so today's episode whew, what can i say He's the first returning guest on the podcast. Uh, He's influenced me and millions of others. He's an incredible artist. He's responsible for the creation of the Ninja Turtles. If you haven't seen the title for this episode, it's Kevin Eastman. I got to chat with him once more at the end of August 2022. Uh, I was nervous and excited, you know, same stuff. Uh, But I think more so this time, because I actually got to meet Kevin at San Diego Comic-Con. You can find all the stuff that I got signed and sketched and all that content over at at the Warrior Pins Instagram feed. Um, But yeah, I do my best to put on the uh, Sean Evans interviewing hat and ask uh, Mr. Eastman questions that I don't think he typically gets asked or, uh, you know, have any recorded answers on audio or video. So um, 
I hope you all enjoy the interview. Again, thanks for listening to the podcast and being part of this community. Every download, every comment, every follow, I see it. I appreciate it. It's the little things in life. All right. Enjoy my interview with my pen pal, Kevin Eastman. Hey. Hey. Hey, how are you? Sorry, we're having issues with our cat. All good. Uh, I just put my dog to sleep for a little bit, so hopefully he won't make any t- any noise or anything. Oh, no. We get, yeah, we had dogs over there and cats. It's just, yeah, it's part of the deal. <laughs> I love it. It's not a bad way to work at home, though, either. It's a great way to start the week, too, right? Yes. Yes, indeed. Indeed. Uh, Kevin, welcome back to the Pin Pals podcast. It's good to talk to you again. It's good to see you again. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks. Thanks for having me on again. I think we are big fans of your pins and all things pins. We've got just cork boards everywhere full of them. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, hopefully some of my pins, I, I, I don't know if you remember, I gave you some during, um, one of the, yeah, yeah. It's just still such a surreal moment, you know, for all this, <laughs> to happen and for this connection that we have just to kind of come through um my love for for the turtles and uh just creating turtle inspired art that's awesome yeah the, you know I, I say the whatever it gets you to that point where you can create whatever inspiration wherever it comes from that's uh that's the best thing ever and it's uh pretty pretty cool that it's turtles so um i've wanted i'm sure you have many many other things that uh inspire you but that's uh, great that turtles is one of them Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it starts with like the little things and then it just kind of branches off. So it started as pins and now I'm kind of doing like experimenting with 3D printing, um, getting into some other stuff too. But okay, so my first question for you is you kind of touched on it a little bit. Um, after you know creating comics for so long and being involved with Turtles and a lot of different projects, how do you stay inspired? Where do you find that inspiration? Well, I'm lucky that I work with a, a lot of really um, wonderfully creative people. You know, one of the main um, uh, writers I've worked with over the last 11 years now is is Tom Waltz, for example. Um, he's he's wrote all 100 issues of the the, the ongoing Turtle series, and we worked on. Yes, my goodness, he's a he's a legend, and um, uh, we get along super well creatively. He's just a really bright, intelligent, uh, creative guy, and. And, uh, you know, we, we teamed up obviously on the last Ronin thing to adapt that from that story Pete and I wrote, but, um, uh, that and the artist, um, a lot of these artists are, um, new, I mean, up and coming in that, you know, um, uh, younger than, you know, probably half my age and, and more talented and, you know, they, they're, they're ones that, um, um, uh, grew up wanting and, and going into this line of work if you will in the same way that i did which is you fell in love with it you fell in love with the passion of it and um wanting to do something creative within it and man they bring their their a game all the time so they they are really inspiring as well and they have a fresh um broader look at uh you know all things you know not only all things creative but all things turtles and so it's yeah really i feed off that energy pretty well like a like a vampire (laughs) (laughs) i love it no that that's great uh i i could kind of say the same after being um at san diego comic-con just being surrounded by all these artists all these talented people creative folks you know it's just feeding off that energy like you said is is incredible it's infectious yeah <laughs> um so you know kind of being a, the creative person you are starting a bunch of businesses and things like that you know how important marketing is so i'm kind of curious on your take uh for an artist today whether they're a comic book artist sculptor toy creator pin maker um 
how would you, what's a well-spent marketing budget look like? Well, it's, it's, um, it's, uh, that's a really good question. And, and I'm, you know, I'm not deflecting in, 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 in any way. It just, it's one of those, it's almost, um, in the scope of things when you're trying to say promote something or, 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 um, push something to an audience, a receptive audience, there are a number of ways to get there. And it's, and it's changed, you know, so dramatically over the years that I've been in the business and certainly, um, you know, people are quick to gravitate towards things that they like, um, and they're quick to poo-poo things that they don't and, and move away from them. And and so to find that like-minded audience, you really have to do a lot of legwork and find those, um, uh, those, those, whether it be the social media groups or the, uh, the, the, the clubs or the blogs or the people that, um, uh, are in tune with that stuff and, and, and want to be informed about it, you know, sign up for newsletters, whether it be, you know, for us, a lot of the, um, certainly the comic book based stuff is, is going to, you know, uh, comic book retailer, some of the, some of the industry trades bleeding cool and comic book retailer and see, you know, there's other, um, kind of things. And it's, uh, ultimately it's, um, you can put the word out there and it, and it really pairs down to a good word of mouth and it, and it's something, you know, um, you were at San Diego Comic-Con, you saw something cool. You put it on your, your Facebook page and reference like, Hey, look at this. Isn't this cool? And then suddenly, your friends are probably reposting it on theirs and going, wow, that's cool. Then where did I get this? And then, you know, you can find it online. So it really, it's a, it's um, an interesting navigation system. And, uh, you know, we look at it on a number of ways and we're lucky that we have um, a, a pretty well-known um, fan base that we can get the word out when we're doing something. Um, but um, uh, if you're launching something new, um, it does take a bunch of time to, to research it and really look at um, those groups and the people that have like-minded, like interests and things and, and you know, dip your toe in and, and see what the responses are and then continue to navigate that way. But it's, yeah, it's, it ain't easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh, grown more complex than, uh, you know, running uh, an ad in a magazine way back when. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that, yeah, that always seemed like, you know, and that was, the tried and true back in the day, it was like, it was kind of the shotgun approach and there's still, you know, there's still some value in that. Um, but I think it's still when, um, you know, there's a, enough of an opportunity to get say free publicity and word of mouth publicity. That's obviously money much better, much, much, much well better spent. So <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, so I have to ask you a turtle related question uh, sure. and I've been kind of going back and forth with my little community, you know, cause I found my community um, trying to figure out questions to ask you that maybe, you know, you, we're not going to hear on another podcast. Um, so I thought this one was pretty interesting of the entire turtle lifespan, all the iterations included, which character do you think has developed the most, be it a turtle or a villain? that's just kind of changed and grown, you know, throughout the years? You know, it's, it's what's so great. And that's a good question for sure, because it really is. Um, and they, they really do, you know, go, go hand in hand. And, and that's, what's so cool about them. You know, uh, you know, early on to me, I, one of the, my favorite storytelling devices, you know, from, from even going back to say, um, one of my favorite all-time books, say uh, not say, but it was Lord of the Rings, for example. Um, you know, when you have Sauron and you have, you know, this dark side, which then you know further you know adapted into things like Star Wars. When you have such an intense 
and overpowering and seemingly overwhelming evil force. Um, and then you've got this sort of ragtag group of, uh, you know, rebels or this, uh, the, the most unlikely underdog, whether it be, you know, Frodo Baggins or Sarah Connor or Lieutenant Ripley or whatever that, that, you know, David and Goliath sort of approach is, um, is the driving force to make it all, all work and make a, a really good bad guy makes a, a hero, um, all that more heroic. So, um, that was something that, you know, even going into the new series with Tom that we looked um, hard and fast at is like having some of the bad guys um, really create our heroes, create situations that our heroes um, needed to raise the bar and, um, and, and, and fight harder and longer and be smarter um, uh, to, to make it work. So it's almost um, that concept, you know, one feeds the other and it, and they kind of co-develop. Um, so it's a, it, it's a pretty fun you know, game, and it's you know certainly genre based. It's not something you know new in that you know whether, as I referenced, Lord of the Rings or you know Watership Down or Star Wars or you know or something more contemporary. You know, you look at the Thanos. You know, um, that sort of changed that. You know, that was you know came right out of the comics, and so. Um, but yeah, I think they they definitely um, uh, you know they can't be. Um, light without darkness and, and, and vice versa. So it's, it's great. They really do um, go together. I love that answer. Uh, it makes me excited to see kind of what topics you're going to explore during the lost years. Yes. Um, and I think Viacom or Paramount announced something about some like villain focused TMNT movies. So, you know, maybe more stuff we can explore and all that stuff, which makes me excited, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's you know, in, in the different forms of, of of entertainment out there, that I, I think that you know that that's again, it's um, th their approach is correct. It's like, and, and as we talked about, you need you really need both to to, to make it work to tell a good story. So, yeah. absolutely. Well, Kevin, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate everything that you do and your involvement My with pleasure. the turtles. Um, it's been an absolute blast, and uh, you know, if all things go well, I'll see you at Granite State. Yay, Granite State! I know it's like we were just going over some of the scheduling stuff and it's like uh it's right there we're 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 you know we're about to uh dive into that headlong and that's going to be quite an adventure it's uh it's it's taken shape to be quite uh it's our last uh our last show in the u.s this year we've got one out of country um after that but otherwise this is the this is the um uh, big turtle super, party yeah this is the super bowl <laughs> heck yeah <laughs> But it's going to be great. And uh, yes, look forward to seeing you there. I hope you, everyone comes together and you can make it up there. But uh, look forward to seeing all the fans there. And uh, as always, a pleasure speaking with you. Shell, yeah. I appreciate it, Kevin. Cowabunga. Cowabunga. Take right. it easy. <laughs> you <Bye>. too. <laughs> Have a great day. Thank you, man. You as well. Thanks.